Welcome to the Beautiful Second Act Podcast. If you are in midlife or beyond, if you hunger for your most fulfilling life, if you are brave enough to dream big, to pray boldly, if you think age is just a number and does not define you, then this is the place for you. If you long for a deeper connection to self and spirit and are willing to answer your heart's calling, then this is the place for you. Hi, I'm Patty Deemer, and I believe deep inside all of us, there's an ache for something to light us up. We each have a calling that starts as a whisper and doesn't go away just because we get older. Join me on this journey during our most beautiful second act in life, where I will share with you stories from extraordinary humans who have fully stepped into this life in engaging and inspiring ways. I will also share with you my personal discoveries in creativity and growth. Listen, and I promise to bring you nuggets of joy, grace, awaken your spirit, and at times bring laughter to your world. I invite you to a place where we speak our highest truth, can be our most authentic selves, and are unapologetically real. Let's get started. Hello, all my friends, and welcome back to Beautiful Second Act. I am Patty Diener, your host, and I am so grateful to be here today to talk to you about something that I found very difficult to wrap my brain around for a really long time. And it's something that not a lot of people talk about. It's about happiness and its origins. Now, a lot of people will seek out happiness in many different ways. The thing that I had the hardest time understanding was that people are not responsible for your happiness. In other words, to seek out love and to seek out the love in your relationships and your life from either your parents or your, your, your lover, your spouse, your, um, your children, whoever it is that is in your life that you love, you will find none of those people are able to make you happy. Now, not only are they not able to make you happy, but it's not their responsibility to do so either. You see, the thing is, is happiness should come from within yourself and not from an outside source. In other words, yes, you can be happy in a relationship. You can get joy and happiness from a relationship, but it should not be what actually makes you happy. Um, it's complicated. And the thing is, is um, it shouldn't be. But the problem is, is we we relate our happiness, we attach our happiness to so many external things. Sometimes for people, it's food or it's experience or it's, um, you know, uh, things, it's a job. Um, but if you separate yourself from all of those external things, you have to stop and ask yourself, what is it that truly is happiness for you? You should be able to find happiness within yourself and at any moment. And it is difficult. Um, so let me just back this up with a story. Um, I found myself madly in love with my husband. And at the time, he and I were not married. But we were, um, we were friends. And then we were dating. And then we um, ended up in a relationship. And then before you know it, you know, time goes by. We're married. And I threw myself into this relationship 100% wholeheartedly. This relationship became my everything. And um, 
This is the mistake that so many people make in that they forget themselves. Um, They forget to find happiness without a relationship. And um, so it goes also with mothers and their newborn children. And, um, you know, if, if you are a single person and it's not about love, but you're, you're looking outside yourself to fill that space. So backing up to where I was talking about getting into this relationship, um, first of all, you need to understand that my husband is a fantastic human being. He's flawed like all of us. But um, to me, I think that he is just one of the most decent, most kind, loving human beings on the planet. But that's besides the point. It doesn't matter how wonderful he is or how flawed he is and how sometimes he'd piss me off or how sometimes he couldn't stand me and how sometimes we were madly in love and other times we couldn't stand the sight of each other. But the thing is, is that's what happens when you are um, in a relationship for a long period of time is you'll have ups and downs. But during one of those down times, and I just really, you know, was frustrated in, in myself and not understanding why when I had everything I'd ever hoped for in life, um, you know, I had the home, I had the job, I had the children, I had the husband, I had the dog, I had, you know, all the things that, you know, you know, all, all the things that society says is all you should ever need to feel completely fulfilled and satisfied with your life. And I was so dissatisfied. I was so empty. There was a space within me that I could not fill. And I didn't even know what it was that I needed or wanted. And at the time, uh, our pastor for the Methodist church that I attended regularly, her name was Cindy, and God love her. She just, she didn't hold back anything. You have to understand she was also the chaplain for the fire department at the time too. And um, I knew her socially, and I knew her as my pastor. And she was my friend. And one day I went to her crying and said, there's something going on with me, and I don't know how to describe it. I have this void inside me that I don't know how to fill, and I don't know what's wrong. And when I explained to her all these things about, you know, I was having, I was finding, um, you know, these problems within my marriage, or I was finding problems with, um, you know, feeling that motherhood was not fulfilling all of my needs. And I was just really um, confused. She just stopped me right in my tracks. And she said, you know, it is not your husband's job to make you happy. And it's not your job to make him happy. So why the hell are you thinking? And she would say that too. I mean, the the woman, I loved the fact that she would swear just like me. (laughs) She was a pastor, but she just didn't, you know, she was, she was the real deal. And she's, that's why I loved her so much, because she was not fake on, on any level. And she just called me out on it. And she was like, Patty, there are parts of you that you're keeping locked up in a closet because you feel that it's not appropriate or it's not who you're supposed to be. And you've locked it away and you, you, you're, you're hiding uh, behind this whole, you know, being the perfect wife and being the perfect uh, mother. And which, by the way, you're not either of those things. And that was like, whoa. But she's like, yeah, you can't be perfect. So stop trying to be perfect. And nobody's perfect. And it's it's your fault that you've hidden these things away from your family. So now when you're honest with yourself about your needs and your desires, which was I wanted to be um, a businesswoman that was outside the home. I had done many, many things to support my family, 
um, in trying to stay at home and do all these things. But there was a part of me that just ached so badly to be free of, you know, little Susie homemaker. And I wanted to be out in, in the community again, but I didn't know how to do it because I'd been home for so many years. You know, I'd, I'd done all the things that I thought in my mind would, that would make me the best mother and wife I could be. But I was so lost and so confused and I felt such deep-seated, horrible guilt that, um, that I wanted something more for myself. How dare I want something more? How dare I, I verbalize that what I had wasn't enough? And so I had gone on for so long with this, you know, facade of being fulfilled. And then when I wasn't, it just slammed everybody up against a wall. Like, what the hell? Since when have you been unhappy? And for how long? And that was just such a shameful experience for me to have to admit that I wanted more. And when my pastor told me it was my own damn fault, because she said, when you lock those parts of yourself away in the closet, you hide that part of yourself. So now you have to slowly let that part of yourself out and introduce that part of yourself to your family and to your friends and admit that you have not been honest with yourself or with them on what your needs are. And until you verbalize what your needs are, they can never be met. And it's your own fault. So stop blaming your marriage. Stop blaming yourself. Stop blaming your kids. Stop blaming society and just do something about it. Now, what are you going to do? You have to move forward. And when she told me that, I was like, wow, I went home that night with, you know, stopped crying, but my eyes were wide open and I was kind of shaking like, wow. That this was a whole new concept for me. And I thought, all right, I'm going to have to find a way to be brave. And I'm going to have to ask myself the tough questions. What exactly is it that you want? And then I also realized it wasn't my job to make my husband or my children happy. I could just simply be me. And by being me, I could, one, for my children, I could demonstrate what a strong individual is by being brave, by being bold, by being vulnerable enough to say the honest truth and to go out there in the world and, and grab a hold of whatever it is that I need to grab a hold of to do the right things in my life that made me feel like a whole human being. Cause I did not feel whole. I did not feel complete, even though I had all of the things that society claims that you should feel complete with. And, um, and then also I had to, to realize that, um, by being the best version of myself, I would also be a much better wife because I was, a, I was not being a good wife. I was lost. I was sad all the time. That's a terrible thing to be, to be around someone that's always sad. And then it makes the, uh, the partner in the relationship feel that they're a burden or it makes them feel as if they're, they're failing in some way when really it's yourself. The, the other person is never responsible for your happiness. That's the bottom line. And when you are your best self, your true authentic self, your whole self. There is nothing more beautiful than that. There is nothing more attractive than that. And that will only bring out more positivity in the relationship and give you a better foundation which to build on. Because when you start out with hiding versions of yourself or fearful of fighting because you're, you're, you would rather not speak your truth than fight because fighting is bad. Fighting means you have problems. No, actually, I learned the very, very hardest way 
that when you bottle all that up for years at a time, by the time you are truthful and you're honest with what you need and what you, who you are, that is the worst thing in the world is to not fight. You should fight. You should fight regularly. And there's a good way of fighting and a bad way of fighting. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Bacon actually uh, said something recently on Instagram that made me laugh. They asked how he and his wife were able to sustain such a long and happy marriage. And his answer was, keep the fighting clean and the sex dirty. And to be honest with you, I laughed so hard because it's like, um, yeah, that's probably, that's probably one of the best pieces of advice I've ever heard. Um, you guys, the thing is, is when you fight, you're just arguing. You don't have to fight by calling each other names or by doing anything that you can't take back. You don't want to say things that are so harmful to another person that you, you drag them down or you break their spirit. What you, what you need to do is you can, you can honestly disagree with someone and still love them. You can speak your truth, and even if they don't see eye to eye with you on something, it doesn't mean that your marriage is in shambles. It's perfectly okay to disagree about something and move on, or to find common ground and make a compromise and, and move on. But by not fighting, um, you're not being real. Brothers and sisters fight the whole time that they're growing up. Why do you think they do that? Because they get on each other's nerves, but it doesn't mean they don't love each other. Uh, my brother and I used to fight terribly when we were little, but he's like my best friend. And um, just because you argue with somebody doesn't mean that the relationship is bad. So it's okay to fight. And I learned that the hard way and the long way. And when my pastor even told me, you know, you've got to do these things. This is part of the relationship. I was like, wow. So, you know, in, in looking back in my childhood and, and watching when people would fight, I would always think, well, that must be a bad thing because, you know, quite honestly, my father's marriages didn't last, but it, didn't, it wasn't because of the fighting. It was because of the just mismatched relationships. Um, but for me, after 30 years of marriage and 35 years together, I can honestly tell you that we have both learned that we have to be happy on our own in order to bring um, our best selves to each other. I adore my husband. He is such a good man, and he's fun and funny. And um, I believe that now that I am the best version of myself, and I'm constantly trying to improve upon that all the time by by seeking out that which makes me the most joyful, I think by being that person, I am a much better mate for him. And we have so much more joyful times together now because we have learned how to love ourselves. You have to learn to love yourself. You know, Richard Gere talks about Buddhism, and, you know, I'm, I'm not here to preach certain religions to anybody. But anyway, um, Richard Gere said something about um, how you are fully responsible for your own self in this life. There's nobody that's going to come in and save you. And by saying that, whether you're religious or not, the truth is, is even God is sitting there waiting for you to make some choices. Uh, we have free will for a reason. And I don't care what, um, you know, denomination you are. I don't care what religion you are, if you're spiritual, if you're not. The bottom line is, is we are fully responsible for this life that we were given. And we can choose every single day how we want to live it. And you can only live a good and he healthy and happy life if you make your own self happy first and then give to others. The joy that you find within your heart has to come from within. It's not going to come from any outside source. 
at least in my experience. All right, well, that's about it for me today. I guess I went on long enough. <laughs> um, if you guys enjoy uh, this type of content, please don't forget you can follow us over at uh, Beautiful Second Act on Facebook. You can join our group and join the conversation. In the second half of life, you guys, I have found so much more joy and there's so much freedom now with the experience and wisdom that comes with age that I am so excited for this second half of life. I'm so excited for every day and the new experiences and the feelings that come with being older. And I'm just really happy to share that here with you guys. So um, if you want to learn a little bit more about me, I'm also an author. You can hop on over to pattydeanerwrites.com where I blogged for several years about the writing process of my book, After the Fire, which was based on the 2015 Valley Fire here in Lake County. It's for sale on Amazon and also on my, my uh, website. You can find a link to buy the book there. And I also have a blog called romancetravelandfood.com that showcases all kinds of places I've traveled, recommendations of places to stay, things to do, restaurants, reviews, and recipes. So go ahead and give that a look. You guys, everything will be in the show notes as well. And um, I just really am so grateful for you guys that have been listening, following along. Um, I'm just very, very humbled by all of the people that have been reaching out to me saying that they're really appreciative of this type of conversation, this real and raw and authentic conversations about what life is like and how we've improved and how we're constantly trying to live our very best life here in the second half of life. All right, you guys, have a wonderful rest of your day. Don't forget to tune in on Thursdays when we have our interview podcasts, and I'll be talking to you. Cheers. <laughs>